OnlyFans.gov. OnlyFans.gov. Ay, 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 arriba, arriba. Ah, I didn't have a shot ready. That's okay. Ooh. Ah. Well, it's been a little while, but uh, welcome back to another episode of Toilet Lines. And uh, we do Toilet Lines when Dylan's not around. Uh, this time, Dylan's not around because he's currently on trial for being a witch. And uh, he's hoping for stones, not burning. And, uh, it was I'm only a matter him. of time. You spend enough time in Salem, and eventually everyone gets called a witch. Yeah, that's why that city has the highest turnover rate of population. Yeah. But uh, he's not and the here. highest Hopefully... execution rate of teenage girls <laughs> of any Massachusetts town by far. Oh, but uh, you know, hopefully, uh, he can you know make a deal with them or the devil and uh, get off the stand and meet us back here for the next episode. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> we pray for his safe return. He's got a good lawyer though, so he should be all right. Yes, be able to plead that down to five years manslaughter should be fun. Good behavior, maybe he's out in three years. And then maybe when he gets out, we can do episode 100 at that point. Yeah, uh, you know, or episode the 80. Timing works out. Yeah, or episode 80. <laughs> I, yeah, that'd be a good one, too. You know, something like, like we would be do- that would have been done by now if he wasn't, like, at the trial. This would be episode 80, but because Dylan can't be with us, God rest his soul, if he is still alive, then I, I'm glad, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, we're doing a toilet wines this week again for the first time in a while. And uh, what are we doing it about this week, Joe? We're doing it well. When we're recording this uh, podcast, it's on the evening of Cinco de Mayo. So I decided to absolutamente look into the cryptids once more. We're getting we're getting our hands dirty back here for the first time on Toilet Wine. This is a Dylan Joe Basement Podcast staple. We're getting back into cryptids once again. We've been too serious for too long about real life stuff that's not mysterious and crazy. So this week we're talking about no, 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 then. El Chupacabra. The goat sucker itself. And now, uh, when was the last time you sucked a goat? Because I haven't done it in a while. It takes a lot of energy. So this has to be a real beast to suck multiple goats in one night. Yeah. Well, a, a true lady never sucks and tells. So you'll just have to leave that to the imagination there, Dominic. Who said anything tell. about being a lady? I did. I'm a lady. Oh, you like that character on MASH. No, he's awesome, and he's a man. <laughs> he's great. I just he never, I can never remember his name. I can't remember his name either, but he's great. He's great. He's, he's, he's part of a long-standing military tradition of cross-dressing and then don't ask, <laughs> don't tell right afterwards. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so we were talking about El Chupacabra. Um, this is the legend of the goat sucker, which is what it translates to in English. doesn't sound as fierce and ominous if you just call it the goat sucker. But I guess with the uh, the connotations behind it, uh, it seems a little bit scary because all these visions that have come up to my head, learning about it as a kid, it seems pretty terrifying. It's something like a werewolf, vampire, beast kind of. Uh, it's slaughters in the night, red glowing eyes. Like it definitely freaked me out as a kid, and I definitely thought it was like a Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, cryptid style beast that had been part of a legend yeah. of the town. And, and, and it's not like. Uh... Like Bigfoot's and Loch Ness monster, where it's like, oh, there's no like people are like, hey, look, I found this dead chupacabra. People are like, yeah, oh, what the people fuck is find that? evidence of the chupacabra. It's actual evidence. Yeah, so it's real. End of episode. So it's real. Glad you stopped by Toilet Wines. See you next week. Got you again. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Oh, wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what is El Chupacabra? Um, well, the I first thing that surprised me, which is when it first was discovered, which was in my lifetime. Yeah, I could I not believe, believe that. I was like, is. this must be like a 50-year-old at least, maybe like 80-year-old legend. Maybe it's even like the Skinwalker where it's a couple hundred-year-old yeah. you know, native legend. And I couldn't have been more wrong about that. It, it came out I mean, in the public it, eye when I was alive already. Like, oh, a- aliens supposedly landed in Roswell well before this. Like, yes, for 40, 40 years. years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That seems like the newest one should be aliens. But yeah, no, it's in 1995 is the first public mention of El Chupacabra. And it happened in not in Mexico, where I would have thought it was from. Puerto Rico, 
uh, as long as we're translating, rich port. Uh, oh, goat that's sucker. what that means? Yeah. I know, I never and, knew that. Yeah, and Costa Rica is rich coast. Uh, it means you're going to get rich if you go there. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, and it happens in 1995, and I think it's the summertime. And in, what uh, happens, ta- I believe the town was uh, Canavaros or something like that. Canavaros. And what happened was what you'd mentioned uh, or what you noticed from this chupacabra, which is the goat sucking aspect of it, and it distinguishes it from foxes or wolves or anything that can get into your livestock, which is what it's, you know, we know with all cryptids, the best way to make yourself known is to kill livestock. If they can't talk and they won't say, and dead cows tell no tales as well as goats. So what happened was they had a string of dead livestock, you know, nights in a row, once a week, twice a week. It was an epidemic of dead livestock, and they're thinking, is this, you know, wool? I mean, I don't think there's wolves in Puerto Rico. Maybe, maybe I seriously coyotes. doubt it. Uh, yeah, you know, all kinds of predators or, you know, mongoose, weasels, whatever is there. Yep. Um, but there's a distinct difference. They were finding these animals dead with no blood around them. No sign of viscera. They weren't disemboweled. They, their heads weren't cut off. They had a fang mark on their neck or somewhere two. on their body. Two fang marks. Yep, yeah, two fangs. Uh, Almost like a vampire. Or somewhere like a vampire, like a bloodsucker, like a goat sucker. And a chupa, a chupa vampire. And, uh, yeah, and these animals were dead and their blood was drained out. And, and it was it was multiple a yeah. night. This became a problem. It's not, you know... Obviously, that's what started the whole question of like, well, what what is this thing? Because mm-hmm. obviously, you live on a farm. Foxes, coyotes, wolves, whatever you have, clearly they're attacking your livestock all the you time. You see a fox your main to goal the, is the to not house. Do it. The animal There's is evidence. either completely gone, dragged away, or in pieces, blood, fur all over the place. This a is imagine walking out and seeing like, oh look, um, my chickens, rabbits, and goats are all dead. With two little pinholes in their neck, and that's it. It almost looks like a disease set in and slowly killed them, except it happened overnight, and there's a puncture wound. So it's very mysterious. It's very scary and strange. And I can see why people got upset about it, especially um, you know, when you have no history of this. This is the first time you're seeing this, and it's happening so often that entire towns are panicking. They started having uh, kids be escorted to school, it was a sign of emergency. The, the mayor got involved. It, it was oh, a yeah. fully fledged like <laughs> we need to solve the chupacabra. That is a mayor, problem. by the way, that mayor is a bona fide badass. That guy is something else. <laughs> he he know, serves the people. Let's put it that way. He serves the people. Chupacabra attacks start in 1995. His reelection is 1996. World's gonna end in four years. He's like, we got to go he catch this wait. thing. Let's get an army of people, including armed police officers. Oh, yeah. He brought in the big guns to kill <laughs> the chupacabra. He stood in the bed of a truck with a giant cross while a trailer pulled a goat <laughs> in a cage. Well, how else so they would could you get this thing? <laughs> how else would you do it? That's the way to do it, right? Because then you have the strength of Christ protecting you and you have the bait. And everyone has their <laughs> semi-automatic yeah. assault rifles you know, to kill 200 it. people walking around a goat is definitely going to get a predator to be like that looks like a safe way to go get that animal worth it <laughs> be like come on it's almost like he staged the whole thing for public <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he wanted to do a kind of a semi-religious uh you know gesture to get reelected. it turns out he, you, you gotta know, know that people shit. have those the rings with the chains in between them on like his pinky yeah. and his middle finger, he's got that. The chains on the inside with two spikes on the outside. He just goes around and I and punches animals in the neck. <laughs> I need to get reelected next year, man. Pop, pop, pop. Well, that and they only, one, they uh, only catch him because he goes to a press conference still wearing it and there's still blood on it. It's still bleeding. <laughs> and he starts sucking it and they go, I'll chupacabra! <laughs> I... Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a chupacabra would be great for your reelection. I mean, basically, there's no real threat. Um, as far as like political pressure, like you can't do anything about it. It's not your fault, but you can make a big gesture of hunting it down. And people will reelect you because you're saving the town. It's almost like a yeah. werewolf or a vampire. It's great. Or witches. Or a hurricane. Or a hurricane. It's very good to have it happen. You go, we're going to solve it. Not my fault, but we're going to solve it. And then, or a 9-11. And you uh, go, or, not my fault, we're going to solve it. And you become the most popular mayor of New York City of all time. 
and basically the chupacabra you, was the 9-11 of puerto rico what what'd you say i said then you're in a borat movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyways chupacabra <laughs> anyways uh yeah so my uh, 9-11 line <laughs> How dare you? oh that really just uh we probably will get course. more clicks if we name this the 9-11 of Puerto Rico rather than Chupacabra. We'll, we'll get lost <laughs> the in the 9-11 of Puerto Rico. Not yeah. Hurricane Mary that or Marie. That, that actually killed, devastated. That, like, devastated like, not that long ago. No, the Chupacabra, you know, about 10 years killed 2,000 animals. It was, yeah. probably, it was probably a mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get into that part yet. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have Dylan here pushing us with the bullshit, so we immediately get into, ah, well, man, who knows? Yeah. Well, right, let's get into me, the let description. Me, uh, let me hop on chat, chat GPT really quick so I can find some information about the script. episode we're doing. Uh, Dylan, we love you. Uh, so people people had not only seen all these livestock going, uh, going dead, I almost said going missing, but they were still there and dead. They started to witness the actual creature itself, and many, I'm talking about dozens and dozens of witness eyewitness reports not just like speculation eyewitness reports saying i saw the creature el chupacabra and it, they said it was bipedal and it stands on two legs it was probably about three three and a half feet tall it had large large eyes and some descriptions said they were glowing red but any cryptid or cryptozoologist knows every cryptid's eyes are glowing red in the story i'm gonna discount that immediately uh, Every fucking I think I heard stories of Bigfoot's eyes glowing red. Even Bigfoot's eyes glow red. Well, yeah, Nessie's eyes are glow red. Jack Link's. Anything yeah. that's out to get you's eyes glow red. Eyes are Everyone red. knows yeah. that it's first grade. That's that's for, it's first grade stuff here. Come on, SpongeBob. Yeah, Wombology. And, uh, it also Wombo. uh thing especially where I didn't you know as I'm sure we'll talk about later the more common description of a chupacabra. People aren't as familiar with this one from Puerto Rico. Uh, was not expecting for it to have wings like a bat, but it still just walks around with its little hands. You um, know, I was because of all my actual illustrations that I've seen of it. Most of the illustrations I've seen are this description. Let's not get into the second one yet. Let's talk about this one. Yeah. But that's the one I mostly know. It. It's the it's the fangs. It's the bipedal. It's the bat wings, almost with like a vampire bat like head shape and like the wings. But the, like I said, the wings don't actually fly. It's just kind of like crawling just around there. like. Like seeing a fruit bat on the ground where they kind of like walk around, but they still have their wings. Almost know, like seeing so like the illustrations of like um, lower level like demons and ghouls. They have the wings, but they're so small. Yeah, and they don't really use them. Around. They're just part of their Which, you know, uh, genetic structure. Also, as soon as I heard wings like a bat, all I could think of is remember that uh, Adult Swim commercial short where it's Rain Wilson on the video dating thing and With his Carlor, n- Carlor, who has wings like an angel <laughs> but also like a demon. <laughs> Carlo can Eric. fuck anything, and he will, and has and women, has. animals, angels. <laughs> That's from Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great job. You have to get with him because my penis is just ahead. It's like someone glued an acorn to the bottom of my torso. It's and it's Rain, Rain Wilson. Wilson funnier <laughs> is to take Rain Wilson's nose out and make him even more. <laughs> We can't put the clip in, but you guys can look it up. Just look oh, up Carlor. It's, so good. Car it's Lord. very funny. Even you, uh, people who don't like stupid adult swim stuff, will still like it because Rain Wilson's a nerd. It is good. Like that. Um, he get, he's the guy who gets less funnier the more I hear from him personally. I like to oh, think of him as a character. The more like, I know about him, the more I'm like, oh, you're kind of an asshole. He's in like an actor. Like it's it's much funnier yeah. him being like, oh yeah. But I I love his characters. Obviously, uh, Dwight. Um, the one, the movie where he's a superhero and then... Super. Not, not the, yeah, super, yeah. That's, um, I like also, him in both he, those. Also, his very first uh, movie credit, he was in Galaxy Quest. I wouldn't even remember that. I haven't seen really? Galaxy Quest. That's a, that's oh, for a rewatch. It's so for me, good. For sure. It's so good. I haven't seen it since I, I am at the point in my life to appreciate it. I loved it as a kid, but I think I'd like it a lot more So, now. Uh, we saw it collectively, me... We saw... Uh, my father and Angela... On TV with commercials. First time we ever saw it, like a hey, year hey, before. How you and your dad watch you TV all yeah. the time. I, it was your like dad a... has seen more hours of movies than me in a year because he watches an extra forty minutes every time he watches a movie. 
of commercials. Yeah. Also, he'll watch the same movie five days in a row because he never catches all of it. By the end of the five days, he's seen it all. He's seen it all, including <laughs> 20 OxyClean ads. Uh, um, sorry, I should try to stop burping so loudly. <laughs> <laughs> At least save it for when we're drunk and not just do it early on. Um, uh, yeah, we like this we is watched a, this is an audio medium, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we watched it only like a year before Alan Rickman died. So, and it was on like all the wow. time because yeah. you know they get the rights for like three months. They play it nonstop. I thought you were gonna say because they saw his diagnosis. Like, all right, start playing it now. <laughs> start playing his his real masterpiece. <laughs> not <laughs> any greatest. of the Harry Potters. Not Die Hard. Galaxy not Michael Quest. Collins, where he plays the president of the IRA. No, nope, none of that <laughs> stuff. Not Sweeney Todd. Is, is that a Roth IRA? I, I'm stopping the podcast. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go draw myself. And uh, you just finished the podcast because that was terrible. Well, if you float, you're a witch. And if you die, well, you're, you're not a witch. So we'll forgive you. Yeah. Oh, love that. So anyway, the description ends with that there's spines on its back. And uh, yeah, the bat wings and the whole thing. And, and that was what was scales. going on in... in uh, for six months, oh yeah, scaly, yeah, no fur, scaly, rough skin to it, and that was basically that, that like six month period in Puerto Rico where it was like a state of national emergency where there was a goat sucker around killing livestock, and obviously it's it's easy to dismiss like livestock deaths in America to be like oh yeah you know, oh no a cow died which is obviously sad but for people who are running a farm if you wake up and twenty chickens are dead it's almost like they stole your car like you're you're out like a yeah, big financial. You're not, not, just, not just meat or eggs. It's yeah. the way to make your own that's chickens money. For yeah, free. I mean that is a major. I mean that, that's why it gets so much attention. I think it wasn't just the the brutality of the deaths and the creepiness of it. It was that they were hurting people's uh, you know livelihood. It was not a good thing, and it yeah it became a like I said the, the National Guard of Puerto Rico, which should be the National Guard because they're an American territory, but it wasn't. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It was yeah, the mayor and could, his couldn't buddies. be couldn't be any closer to being a state without not being a state. Yeah, it's it's just so. And the fact that Hawaii is and Puerto Rico isn't is so funny. Oh, I it's know. Puerto Rico's like we're right here. Like, no, nah, no, nah, Hawaii is Hawaii is not you. You know, you know what I was thinking the other day? That part of Canada we own, that's a state, not you. Yeah, you're way yeah, too that, Spanish. That, that thing, you're way that too if you go Spanish. to the farthest corner of it, it's only twenty miles from Russia. That's in the U.S. That's the U.S., not the USSR. US. <laughs> no, no, we're back in the USSR. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I mean, gonna... it's definitely because they're Spanish, right? It has to be. At this point, it is. They don't have enough money or enough power to be a state. Yeah. So if all those American senators have to have an entire voting block, which means an extra two senators and probably an extra two representatives and probably more because their population is probably bigger than Wyoming, Puerto Rico. Oh, so they have yeah. to have like – so then San Juan voting. is probably a bigger city than anything in Wyoming. Yeah, for sure. So you have to imagine that that's a giant voting block, which everything in U.S. policy affects them. But at the same time, we're like, we don't want them Spanish people deciding what happens over here. Yeah. We decide what happens over there. It's all going to be – they're going to be like, hey, they're just going to vote for the people that gave them all the money to help them rebuild after a devastating hurricane. Like, just like yeah. you did. <laughs> just like you did every hurricane that hits you. Imagine that. Uh, They're gonna I vote saw... for the, the the president that doesn't want immigration to be a crime every single time, <laughs> yeah. because I all want... our fucking family lives there. Big shocker! I saw there. a pretty good dad joke the other day on Facebook. Yeah. It's uh, it, it doesn't get much of a laugh. It's more of a, uh, but uh, here it goes. Great, put it on <laughs> video. Uh, the U.S. should really make Puerto Rico, Washington D.C., and Guam states, because then there'll be fifty-three states. 53 is a prime number. Only then will we be a country indivisible. <laughs> <laughs> With liberty and justice for some. That, that actually is funny. I like that. It's clever. Uh, but I, I, I consider the fact that probably Puerto Rico has very uh, lax gun laws. I mean, they are federally protected as an American territory. So I wonder if you're allowed to have more guns there legally than in other islands in the area. Uh, perhaps that's a strong possibility. Obviously, there's states' laws on guns, but territory laws are their own things. But I bet that if they want to have like federal gun shipments, you can ship guns to any state in the U.S. without penalty. 
And I imagine that Puerto Rico is probably the same way. Yeah. You know, I mean, laws are probably like, when you're ordering yo, something online, there's a lot of people with guns state. around here. We, we're not worried about revolting against the U.S. government because we're already oppressed by them. So why we let all our citizens have assault yeah. rifles? But you must be federally, able to I, I would assume. I mean, any, I don't anything, know. I never looked at Anything you buy online, when you're picking your state, if you scroll, like, it'll have Marshall Islands, Guam, Virgin yeah. Islands, Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, all the territories, which is so insane now that there's still territories. The idea that we use that, it sounds not that weird, but it's like, it yeah. should be called conquered provinces. Okay. Like, these are conquered countries. The territory of American Samoa? Yeah. What the hell is that? Like, oh, where those is just that? islands like, we just, just ran over. Yeah, it's just in Asia. You know, no big deal. Yeah. You think of things like uh, <laughs> French Guiana and South America, you're like, oh, yeah. that's so France, creepy. France has technically the largest border in the world because they have France. And then a country, yeah. a, an island off the coast of Brazil is owned by France. French Guiana, yeah. So that's the large, technically France has the largest border because of the distance between, <laughs> because France is on the, on the water, it's not landlocked, so it's like, you can draw a line between, this is all France right here, both of yeah. these. Oops, all France. I don't know enough French words to make a joke about that, but yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yep. Well, they are French. It's a joke in itself. Mm-hmm. Sorry to our, all our Canadian listeners. We haven't had any French listeners so far, so why don't you uh, parlez-vous your own language there, Pierre? <laughs> all the listeners are from Belgium or Ireland or in America, and that's it. America. I'm sure Belgium. Belgium has their own gripes against France, being that they the reason like, hey, we're not either we're border not France, them or are we very speak close. French because of you, <laughs> French, <I> French, fries. <laughs> yeah. French waffles. I don't speak French. Um, okay, you want to take our first break? Let's do it. I think we're yeah. I think Every once in a while, often, sometimes, someone swears they've seen the mythical chupacabra. Yeah, sometimes they even catch the creature on camera, or what they think is the creature on camera, like one man in Houston. KPRC's Phil Archer spoke to that man about his unusual discovery. Could it be a blood-sucking chupacabra is on the loose? Well, Justin Ferris thinks so, says he saw one running along this fence line on his way to work this morning. And he's got the pictures, he says, prove it. Fuzzy shots of an animal along League Line Road near Hallmark. Why is it pictures of chupacabras and Bigfoot are always out of focus? They're a little blurry because we were still trying to move and that thing was running down the fence line and we wanted to get it before it went and then all of a sudden, right off League Line, it went off into the brush. Justin says he's seen them before. He describes himself as a chupacabra hunter. This is about my fourth one that I sighted. This is the, the second one we've gotten on, on camera, so... So, uh, yeah, my uh, buddies at work, Colby and Josh, they couldn't believe that I actually got it on camera. By definition, a chupacabra is an animal said to exist in parts of Latin America where it supposedly attacks other animals, especially goats. Before 1995, no one had ever claimed to have seen one. The first sighting, allegedly, in Puerto Rico. There have been thousands of sightings since then, but none has ever been verified. Though you'll find a lot of folks on the Internet who claim to know what they look like. Josh says he knows. He says he shot this chupacabra in central Texas seven years ago. I want to show you a picture. We asked for an expert opinion from Susan Schmaltz, an animal rehabilitator and the director of the Wildlife Center of Texas. Can you identify that animal? Yeah, I would say that's a coyote. Have you ever treated a chupacabra? No, no. I mean, those are truly, uh, no, we don't have those here. They're mythical, really. I mean, there's a lot of people report that, but no, that's a kind. In Panorama Village, I'm Phil Archer for KSAT 12 News. Toilet wines. And we are talking about El Chupacabra today. And we just talked about how... Not like what we all think of. That should start in Puerto Rico. But there are the rumors inland, Mexico, southwestern America. So uh, let's talk about that, Joe. What do you got for information on the mainland? Absolutely. 
So somehow the legend or perhaps the creature or creatures crossed the ocean or more perhaps accurate. The ocean blue in 1492. No, a Gulf of Mexico. That's right. You heard it here first. Christopher Columbus was a chupacabra. He he definitely (laughs) sucked the blood of a lot of people. Welcome to the new InfoWars. Metaphorically and physically. <laughs> you heard it first. The Supercarver is the Conus. The European Conus. 1895. I mean, it'll be my next impression I do after Jordan Peterson. I'll do 20 minutes on Alex Jones. I yes. don't think that the Chupacabra was at all uh, questionably uh, an animal or even a, a force of God. I don't believe that. Uh, even for a second. <laughs> so, anyways, it crossed the Gulf of Mexico. And the Chupacabra sightings in 1996 start popping up in Mexico as well as Central America and, in the same year, the southwestern United States, as Dom mentioned. Now, there's something different about this Chupacabra. It has the similar features. It stalks in the night where you can't see it. It has those fang marks. Its livestock are drained of blood and they're dead in the night. I mean, you wake up one morning, four of your favorite rabbits are uh, struck dead is one of the clips that I heard the guy said his four favorite rabbits in the morning were all dead and they're all still intact their bodies were ripped apart their meat wasn't eaten but their blood was drained and that is not what usually happens of a wolf fox or even a bear attack Uh, it's a strange strange circumstance and many theories popped up in Puerto Rico and even more theories popped up in Mexico but the description of the chupacabra changed it went from a bipedal bat-winged, spiny, you know, large-eyed type creature to a more of a quadrupedal or four-legged kind of dog-like creature with large fangs. Again, got to have those fangs for the chupacabraing. You're talking about those ghosts. But I heard it described as basically having a kangaroo's back legs and a and a coyote's front legs. So it has like the, the larger legs are in the back and they have those big uh, hind quarters. Oh, yeah, how else would it have quads. jumped over from Puerto Rico? Right, to jump across the entire Gulf of Mexico, yep. which is some, you know, multi I could, I, I, could, I could probably do it. Give me enough training, I could probably do it. Um, you believe but, in yourself a little yeah, too much. Yeah, it's, it's a huge difference in description from what they were seeing in Puerto yeah. Rico. It's two different animals. If you were a biologist, but these are two different animals, clearly. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same thing. It's like... The only similarity, and also migrations of that size that are not human-induced take, you know, I don't know, 20,000 years... For an animal to live from that a part year. of the world to another part of the world, it takes a long time. Yeah. And for uh, obviously, if you have human intervention, you can drop off an invasive species in no time. And maybe that's maybe that's part of the story. A chupacabra baby got on a boat going from Puerto Rico to San Juan, and then you San Juan out, oh, is shit. in Puerto Rico. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I thought of that right. You went from Puerto Rico to Puerto Rico. You go wherever you can go in here. <laughs> I meant to say uh, Cabo. <laughs> No, Mexico City. What am I talking about? Mexico City. Tijuana? No, Tijuana, because then you'd have to cross the whole landmass to get there. Uh, I'm going to say Mexico City, or a border town in Mexico, which I guess Mexico is a border town too. Anyways, the Chupacabra is obviously crossed under the mainland North America, and it starts having cases not only in Mexico, and they have already heard the news stories from Puerto Rico, so it's a similar amount of alarm. And then in Arizona, southern Texas starts oh, yeah. to spread up. This, yeah, this, thinking, actually, I think that's another good thing to mention that they already were already hearing about it. This wasn't some local. Yeah, they, they knew thing. about this. It. Was like international news that this was yeah. happening. Yes, definitely, definitely, and that's why you know in the six months prior, everyone had been primed to hear about the chupacabra, which, as we mentioned earlier, was not a mythical animal from lore and history. It is a new phenomenon that had just popped up. Yes, it is younger than Apple. Younger than me. Yeah, it's true. It, it's not younger than me. It's just about the same age as me. You are. Maybe I you're am, the Chupacabra. I am the Chupacabra. It all lines up. Think about it. If you look at their documents <laughs> that have been disclosed from Puerto Rico, Dominic yeah, Morrow, yeah, more yeah, the same yeah. exact name. You, you think it says this, but you got to look at it this way to see what it actually means. It's, see, now the globalists try to hide that for you. Where Dominic Morrow so, born. Do you think Alex Jones like really, really wants to be a Hulk? impersonator and he failed so he started InfoWars because he kind of talks like Hulk Hogan 
No, well, I think what happened is he started talking tough when he was in his early 20s when he first started his broadcasting. And the more cigars and whiskey he took in, the gruffer his voice got. But it's And it got more intense. But I don't think he's trying to impersonate anybody. I think he's trying to be the most manly version of himself he can be to his own detriment at any given time. Indeed. Um. So, on that, on that <laughs> aspect... We're talking about two different chupacabras here by description alone. I'm not saying that it's two different species, different things. They're clearly a different looking. I'll try to put a little pictures to both of them to see like what they both were described to have looked like. And there's obviously artist renditions of the chupacabra. But it would be you'd be hard pressed to say by any actual, you know, zoologist, biologist, paleontologist to say this is the same animal. The only thing that keeps it the same is the the aftermath that that you know take them together. It's like saying you know. A, a bear and a lion both tear an animal apart, and you go, "Those are both bears," because look what they did to it. It's but the descriptions are much different. They're both large beasts with claws and fur and large teeth, but a bear and a lion are definitely <clears throat> different animals. Completely different. And these, you know, these these two chupacabras that they're describing, at the very least, are two different species. Yeah, even more different. Both chupacabraing. Yes, even more different than a lion and a bear. Yeah. Yes, and a wardrobe. Um, but yeah, that's how it starts to spread to America, and the stories start coming out in the newspapers and you know, first-hand accounts and people saying they visually had seen the chupacabras. Chupa they're on high alert. Cabra. And uh, I don't know if you want to get into this yet, but different between the Mexican chupacabra and the Puerto Rican one is uh, physical evidence. They're finding corpses. Let's get into that right now. Of Go ahead. what they're saying. Oh, this is the chupacabra. What is this thing? It's gray it has the sharp fangs it was vicious and uh mm -hmm. what they found i'm sure you're going to put a bunch of different pictures of claimed chupacabras uh yes. what they found i mean see. In, in tests is uh every single time this is my i found a dead chupacabra it was a raccoon dog or coyote with either some sort of like genetic abnormality or just a really bad case of mange, where it's losing its fur, it's scratching, its skin gets all toughened up and gets darker and has no fur, and it goes crazy. And uh, I didn't know you were going to go that far. I was going to get into the cases where people, you know, keep a little uh, mystery for the folks, but... Oh, I but don't yeah, know yeah. the cases. I and every single case is completely fake. Dom is right. No, no, he's right. This isn't Dylan Jones' baseball podcast. This is fucking totally wild. It's right to the end. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> The chupacabra does not exist. Everything's explainable. Evidence is evidence. And if you take evidence in, you get you get an actual source out of it. And Dom makes up a great point, which is that there's no evidence of the chupacabra in Puerto Rico at all. They had no evidence besides the deaths of the animals. But in Mexico and America, they started finding animals that fit the description, like Dom just said. And when you actually test them and bring them into a laboratory or a scientific setting, you can get your answer. You don't have to worry about, you know tired farmers at 6 a.m. hearing something in the backyard and whatever they saw, which is already, if you see something in broad daylight a week ago, you're already less reliable than one scientific experiment. But if you see yeah. something in the in darkness the dark night, and you're After scared, working all day long, probably drinking some moonshine to kill the pain after working all day. Yeah, sure, yeah. why not? You earned it. But no, it's insane that people would think, yeah, there's obviously a new species of animal. It's, it's a freak accident. It's the Occam's razor of the whole thing, man. It's what's the most simple solution is most commonly the solution. doesn't mean it has to be all the time, but you should look there first. And looking there first is there's multiple animals that like to kill livestock that aren't chupacabras. Yeah, and you don't know. It could, you know, oh, animals not getting eaten. Well, if you're a big herd of sheep, this thing comes in, kills one. The other sheep, you know, I know they're prey. If they freak out and start stampeding, that animal, that predator is getting the fuck out of there. And yeah. it's not going back. It, it's it like, will I'm die not, if it gets I'm not trampled. dying for this. So yeah. that's why I'm like, oh, it got bit and didn't, it's, didn't eat it. It's like, oh, wow, that's, it's, like, it's almost like that's never happened before. Yeah, of course it happens. You're, I bet the ones exactly. where the animal does get eaten, you're not reporting it. You're like, well, that was a wolf. But that one where it didn't eat it, that's a chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, if you have the dead body, it's a wolf. If you don't have it, chupacabra. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And and the points on the body where they bite down is the neck, which I guess for mm -hmm. vampire stories, 
is yeah. also like where Dracula it's bites down. Very That's also where canines though. bite yeah. down. And the two teeth that we have that are Dracula teeth are the same in any mammal. They're called the canine canines. teeth. <laughs> they were canines yeah. that. And part of it that, that took me back by the stories was the fact that all their blood was drained out. Like much like there is an animal called a vampire bat, and there's other species such as spiders that actually do have fangs with hollow points that they do actually drain out fluid through the body and they take it in and i'm like oh maybe there was some kind of vampire bat situation where it's drawing blood i mean vampire bats have known to feed on cows and livestock not to the point of draining their whole body because the amount of blood in the cow could drown a bat 20 times over but okay um but it turns out that most of the stories where they said that all the blood was drained they were really meant to say um there was no blood at the scene when they did an autopsy of the animal Full of blood. Completely yeah. full. With two puncture marks, and it's completely full of blood. So that's a little different than saying there's no blood at the scene, meaning it wasn't torn to shreds by a wolf, yeah. or that there was a puncture wound, and the animal oh, died. Oh, this animal bit and didn't hit a main artery. Yeah. So there's not a lot of blood on the ground. Must have drank all the blood. Must have drank it. But the animal's <laughs> dead. You know, It's not good. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a major part of it. And I think that um, another... We're on the old debunking aspect, which we should get into now, is that, like like Dom said, there's a lot of scientific experience with it because although many cryptids have had, quote-unquote, evidence, like Bigfoot plaster feed or photos of Nessie, the Chupacabra has the most evidence tested of any cryptid I've ever seen because they have these, you know, dead animals that come in and they look very freaky. They have, you know, they have that same skin tone, the, the gnarled teeth, the fucked up face all the creepy creature aspects of it, but when you either study its genetics, its skin, or its skeleton, it turns out to, in every case that I've heard of, be a canine, whether it is a straight-up dog, a straight-up coyote. Sometimes it's been a mix, which, because of the similarities in DNA, coyotes, wolves, and dogs can sometimes interbreed and make a new species, which that's basically the equivalent of you know, incestuous mating where you're, you're just asking for mutations when you have two different species. Like, it can yeah. get all weird. The paws can get weird. Labradoodles. Yeah, all the kind of freaks <laughs> of nature that come up there. And not only that, I didn't even know about this type of dog that I, I learned about today where it's called the Zola, also known as the Zola Quintel, which is definitely a Mexican name because it comes from the Aztec name. It's literally the Mexican hairless dog, which is <laughs> a dead ringer. Like gray, just like for the chupacabra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even need to lose your fur to be like that's a fucking chupacabra. <laughs> and they look and, great. And Mexico Those is like... famous for having you know homeless dogs, aka stray dogs. Yeah, like, homeless why dogs. That be? Yeah, dogs out of home, unhoused dogs. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say homeless. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's, it's all leading up to this fucking chupacabra. It's a fucking Mexican hairless dog. Mexican I mean. dog, yeah. It's put it right next, it put it right next to sick. the Mexican jumping bean. It's not a supernatural it's a... being. It's explained it's by science. It's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's just what it is, and it died or whatever. But, yeah, I think you bring up a good point where, like, it doesn't have to be there to make the kill all night. And, yeah, there's there's still a lot of um, sustenance to be gained by drinking blood, you know, outside of... It's the reason why this entire species um, is sustained by it. So uh, while we're on the topic of what the Mexican one ended up being, do you want to talk about some theories on what the Puerto Rican one was? Yes. And then I want to talk about mange. After oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so for the Puerto Rican one, obviously, you know, there's no recorded or popularly recorded Yeah, there's no scientific corpses. evidence or studied of the Puerto Rican uh, one. So just the Mexican. They're the just American. going off of what... The most likely Stories. scenario could be like scientists are like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. There's no other thing they're thinking. It could be, uh, you know, there's a lot of big bats on there. Uh, and to their credit, they did bring scientists in, but they just didn't listen to them. They did bring them yeah, in. Yeah, well, it didn't help that scientists couldn't agree on what it was either. They're like, it's this. Like, no, it's that. Like, no, it's that. <laughs> that's how science works. And that's there's the, no the theories, bunch of different theories. One of the theories was that it was uh, a bunch of, there was a drought going on, and the bats. We're having a hard time finding food and water. Yeah, so they were going so they around and going, they started I mean, that, That's the vampire. The yeah. animals. Yeah. Uh, and they do drink blood. Some of them, it, you know, theories could be, well, it could have been you know, a pack of wild dogs that had gone savage in order sure. to stay alive or uh, possibly, believe it or not, um, some 
escaped rhesus monkeys from a nearby lab that one was one of my favorite ones that because there was rhesus monkeys there and like they got escaped yeah and those definitely were like okay but do you have animals? reports of them getting out or are you just saying well maybe one got out yeah but even so i, I think it'd be more likely to see what people would see the dead animal and they'd see the monkey and they'd be like that's what did it they wouldn't yeah. see a monkey feasting on a fucking yeah uh, it's not gonna it's gonna get scared kill the thing be like oh i don't want this um yeah uh, some scientists even thought that it was from a spike in mongoose population. We we're like, oh, there's so much more mongoose. Well, like, they're running out of small things to eat. They're getting braver and going after bigger stuff. Uh, right. but the, Which they couldn't tear apart. The too small. best theory by far is that 40 minutes away from that town in Puerto Rico was the U.S. military fort, Fort Buchanan. And mm. a very popular theory is that a scientific experiment broke out of the fort and went over to the town, and that was a chupacabra with some gene splice monster. monster that yeah. the government was developing, and it got out. I mean, and that's it the most likely sucking blood out of their goats. Yeah, it was a vampire discovered but Tom by Brady science. Never got attacked by it, <laughs> and it's not because he's too fast, because you know he won't be able to outrun anything. No, but, uh, he's too furious. He is that's too, the problem. He's too. He's bi-furious. He's bi-furious. He's just bilingual and he's biracial. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that's, a, that's an awesome idea. The funny part about that is that NASA had to make a public statement that they have nothing involved with the <laughs> Every time NASA has to make a public statement like that, it's like, I know it's beneath them, but they just have to do it to just be like, uh, listen. Because like, they, didn't, they didn't come out and say it. It's like, they, they came out and said it. It's like, well, they're lying. It's like, well, you really can't win with these people. Um, one of my favorite results of it is that the exact same summer that the Chupacabra incident happened, which obviously what I'm about to say is unrelated to the animal deaths, but it could come to the fear and the mass hysteria of a town, especially in Puerto Rico in 1995. Not a whole lot of critical thinking involved with public discourse. It still doesn't happen in the United States. I'm trying to disparage Puerto Rico, but the Internet wasn't so widely available. And what happened that, that summer was there was a movie called Species that was released in theaters, and it had uh, Sharon Stone in it, I believe. I'll look that up. But it was some hot blonde lady who transforms into a chupacabra. I know they didn't <laughs> call that in the movie, but as a hairless, small, you know, claw yeah. humanoid beast that would feed on humans, and I would not be surprised if a lot of people in America and the world around were seeing species when they were going out at night in their nightmares i mean you you cannot underestimate the world before the internet man like seeing anything you don't know the amount of exorcisms that were reported after the movie the exorcist came out was skyrocketed oh, yeah. like ten thousand percent because it, it it gets into your mind and i can see my livestock dying and i see some animal running through the woods i just watched the movie yeah. species and i'm like maybe that's one of those fucking it's aliens. exactly like a it, lot of people thought watch, it was an alien you watch uh, any horror movie in a dark room then you have to go walk up, to upstairs it. to your bed. You're like, yes. Oh, oh. It's not disparaging. It's just in it's your just... head. It's just, you're like, oh, that was really That's all you're thinking about. Is that possible? I don't know. What was that noise? Was that something just yeah. killed my goat? It must <laughs> it got be your Sharon goat. Stone. It's got to be really, Sharon Stone. Really well, who else would it be? Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I can see that. I don't mean to be, like I said, I don't mean to be disparaging as people, but like that, it's a human response. It's part of your biology. When you see things that cause a threat to you, your brain spikes up and yeah. you remember shit like it's that. You're watching instinct. a horror movie. That's the Sharon Stone one. <laughs> that's Sharon. That basic instinct. That's Sharon Stone. Yeah. Species is a different movie. Oh God, my Jane. God. That is great. Uh, Basic instincts is what I was, I was thinking. Just trying to loop, species, I was just trying to loop the two things together. I didn't know that she wasn't actually. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> no, but Species is a different movie about an alien, but Basic Instinct is the one with Sharon Stone, and yeah. she's also a fucking monster. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, there you go, folks. Uh, that's what it was. I thought on top of that, too, is that looking into like, the actual details of the corpses they found, because this is more than the story is that they found that a lot of them were infected with mange, which is a uh, not a virus, not a bacteria. It's actually a parasite, and it's almost the same. It's in the same parasitic family as the parasite scabies, which is basically like a mite 
that lives on your skin and it makes you so incredibly itchy that you want to go insane and kill yourself. But if you're a human, you can try to go to a doctor or try to like figure out what it's all about and you're still going to go crazy, but you're not going to hurt yourself beyond repair. And scabies is such a minor thing that they even make a joke about it in Spongebob where he's trying to get a birthday cake and it's last minute and it says, sorry about the scabies. And he goes, can you make it say happy birthday, Patrick? And she totally just goes, you get what you get. And he was like, okay. And he buys a cake that says, sorry about the scabies in a kid's <laughs> yeah. show. That, well, because it's so, you know, kids don't get it. It's like one of those things where you don't have to worry that worried about it. Or kids in America don't get it, in no. other words. But no, basically the fact that I always thought that mange was a different disease than scabies. So I thought it was like a virus. I thought it made you lose your hair. But actually no, what it alopecia. makes is your skin. No, that's Alpo. That's what dogs eat. It's it basically makes your skin so raw because of the mites on it that it's so itchy that the dogs are actually tearing off their own fur. They're they're doing it to themselves by biting and yeah. scratching and itching it. I thought it would just all fell out and you got all itchy that they're scratching their skin, but actually they're the ones ripping their own fur out. They're just destroying themselves and and uh scabies is fucked up. It is not it's not a half assed disease. <laughs> Because I had it, and it's fucking awful. Yeah. I didn't know that. I fucking had it, and it is fucking terrible. It is is nightmarish. It is every moment of your life, you feel like you're itchy on every part of your body, and you feel like there's bugs crawling all over you, and you cannot get rid of it. It takes a very long time to get rid of it. You can't just take a pill. You can't just fucking... Take a shower with a special soap. It takes a long time to get rid of it. Par- and these poor dogs the have no idea what's going on. It's parasites. The They're fucking it's, terrible. It's parasites. You think ticks yeah. are bad? Uh, no. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's awful, man. And I, I feel so bad for these dogs now knowing that they had that disease and they couldn't solve it. They just ripped their entire skin apart, yeah. which I can relate to. to, not, to it's better at some point to be in pain than to be itchy. When you hit that threshold where it goes, it, you're more itchy than you are in pain. You'd rather be hurt. It's like when you're in driving your car and your your foot's itchy, and you can't take your shoe off to scratch it, so you just start slamming your foot on your foot. You ever do that? I try to like hurt yeah. myself. Like if I can hurt myself, I won't itch anymore. But like I'd rather be in yeah. pain than. Or itchy you're like right you're now. taking your really big shit and you have to like bite your thumb to. What? Well, I I thought that like happened to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it does. I just—I was just being weird. No, yeah, everyone does that. I—I I guess I had a different version. Bites Everybody your bites your th- their thumb while they're pooping, but you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very naughty boy. That's contrary. Evil come out of your asshole. Yeah. Anyways, you need a cone of shame, I think, for that one, and so yeah, do I. Yeah, mange is pretty tough. Um, yeah, well, that's why you, you mangy mutt. You think they're so mangy crazy? Mutt comes you from. see dogs harming themselves and over then like they start getting infected and they start growing bumps and shit and it's fucking yeah, terrifying and their skin you don't looks know all it weird. They, it looks awful i'll put a picture and a view description advice of dogs with mange they look like the chupacabras described they don't look anything like dogs to that level of their sickness it, it's really fucking crazy they look like burn victims because they're victims of their own you know circumstance yep. as curly would <laughs> say circumstance um uh, I want to talk about one more thing. I think we should take a break before we go to the next segment. Uh, we had, uh, in good old Mahler, Massachusetts, in my parents' backyard, many, no, probably 10 years ago now, well, we were like, what is that thing? We were like, someone was like, well, it's a chupacabra. Someone actually said it. it ended up, through research, we found out, we believe it was um, a hairless research. woodchuck. Hairless woodchuck. And it's because you, there are, you know. How much wood would a hairless woodchuck wood of a hairless woodchuck could chuck hairless wood? Not that much. We only saw it a couple times compared to other woodchucks we saw for years. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh. It was definitely sick. Someone, I'll see if I can, uh, I'll try to get the picture for you for the, I, I don't, I, very low chance I'll actually send it to you, but. Um, I don't know, man. It could be El Chupacabra. I mean, it was very small. But it was like this gray thing, hairless. Baby Chupacabra. And it would just sit there and it would eat the grass. But, you know, you see a... It's like, it's like see, mo- like any fluffy dog, get them wet. You're like, oh, that's a really skinny dog. You don't realize how small it was without its fur. 
So we couldn't That's tell what this makes, thing was. Your mind is not used to seeing that. Yeah. So you're and it was so, that. but I remember having it in the backyard. We saw it a couple times. We took some pictures of it, and I don't know who it was. Someone literally, like, jokingly was like, maybe it's a chupacabra. Chupacabra. I don't know what how to say grass in Spanish, but chupa grass. Chupa grass. <laughs> the grass sucks. Chuta. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side of the commercial. And toilet by with Tom and Joe. Thanks. Hey guys, Dylan from the Villain Joe Basin Podcast here. Uh, sorry for missing this episode on the Chupacabra, but I do have a couple important things to say. Uh, there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of sightings of this uh, creature, and it has um, cost the lives of really many uh, beautiful people down in uh, Mexico and South America. So, yes, of course the Chupacabra is fucking real kidding me jesus h christ what the hell is that and we're back yet again from this fine episode of toilet wine we're talking about the goat sucker two different kinds of it uh the goat they're both uh, we kind of know it's just it's not real there's too many accounts to prove it's not real it's surprisingly new as far as mysterious beings go and yeah. uh it's just uh people had camcorders when it was invented it's pretty recent it's wild. like uh fax machines were on their way out aol was on top of the world you could just still about. get free <laughs> aol minutes on a cd in your captain crunch box <laughs> along with the wonderful <laughs> captain crunch game one of the best we games ever have, made we, we must have mentioned this in an old podcast because i remember saying it on a video but there was a period in time, it was over a year, where the major manufacturer for compact discs in the world, they produced more discs than any company by far, was AOL. There was more AOL free trial CDs than there was albums of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> the Beatles. Rolling Stones. <laughs> the Beatles. Because they were just all just dishing yeah. about everybody. They were, no also, one was buying talk about what a... What a- you know, a way to sell your business. You're not able to just do like online subscription jets. Like, so how do you do it? Yeah. You, oh, I need a thousand hours of AOL. Here Let you me go. go buy the Hand gold disc, not the silver disc. You load it's it up and your computer code. goes, oh, start the countdown. When it hits a thousand hours, I'm going to stop working. Then he's going to have to go yeah. buy another disc to reload it. No one does minutes for, uh, for, for internet. No one does minutes anymore. for phones also, anymore either, unless you're retired. No one even has Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Uh, but yeah, no one uh, actually has to pay per minute for anything now because they realize that structure is not feasible because people no. won't pay for minutes anymore. No, that's why they would. That's, that's how texting etiquette started. LOL, yes, OMG. Yeah. They're like, I'm short, not going to type out, word, laugh out yeah. loud. I'm not going to type out, ha, 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 I'm ha. Wasting my letters. Ha, or as Brendan would go, ha, ha, ha. It's LOL. That's why I always type out, ha, ha, ha now because LOL, although it was of its time. It, I never believe LOL now. If people say LOL, I go, okay, that's what you type when you say I'm supposed to laugh. That's when this. you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say, LOL. I'm like, I'm actually laughing. This is me laughing just so you can see it. You know? I'm a big fan of the crying laughing emoji because I only yeah, do that with something I'm actually laughing with. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I did too. It's great stuff. It's good stuff. And it helps texting. The emojis yeah. are also. I love, uh, so I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of times when you text me nowadays, I respond like super fast. Because I'm driving Jellyfish. and it pops up. Thank you for that gorilla's content <laughs> or shout out, whatever mention. But as I'm driving, I got Apple CarPlay going, it. so it my music stops and it reads the text. I'm like, it pops up text from Joe Collins. I click on it immediately because it's still. I don't have to go through all the extra steps. It's right there. It reads me the thing, and I can talk back and to send it back. So that's why I'm like, oh, it's nice. like you send me a text. It's like five seconds later you get the response. I'm like. Am I doing this too fast? But no, when not, you never too fast. when you send me emojis and I have the car read it, it will tell me what the emoji is. It says it. <laughs> yeah. That's a, what, It'll say. So it says crying, laughing emoji. Yeah, like eyes like rolling that. emoji. I got one from Dylan, and it, it was monkey here no evil emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great! It says that. So they all have actual like just like descriptions. Names, like, Monkey yeah. here, no evil emoji. That's hilarious. But I never heard that before. You can't send an emoji by voice though. That would be a great oh, advancement. That would have been great. 
<laughs> monkey hear no evil emoji. Monkey speak no evil emoji. Monkey see no evil emoji. And then he just goes boop, boop, boop. Like that. It's crazy stuff. It's Chupacabra like that, emoji. It's like that, y'all. It's like that. And it just says, it just shows a goat and a vampire. And you're like, AI has gotten too strong too fast. <laughs> it figured it out. Dude, see, sucking. I don't know. Maybe you've heard about it because I know you're not on Snapchat, but Snapchat introduced. Have you seen this? Have you heard introduced about Introduced an AI that you can talk to. And all of a sudden, everyone just got a message from this. It just says AI. And it has like a, like a blue skin, but like still like sort of humanoid face that goes right. along with but it. But it's not Alan Iverson. Because you'd be able to. It's not Alan Iverson, no. Um, yeah. And I'm so against AI. I haven't opened the initial thing they send you just to announce what it is. Oh, yeah. You you actually did bring this up on Battle Oh, Watch. did you I? Made a stand. <laughs> you, you took a stance. You're like, I am against AI and fuck yeah. this. And because fuck I that. named it, I, I renamed it on Snapchat as fuck off AI. You, you <laughs> I'm did sure I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Your stance is. I can't wait to the AI episode with Andrew where you have to take the opposite. I think it's going to be me and Andrew against you and Dylan. I'm guessing. Andrew might be against I don't it know. too. Dylan but I actively wait. uses ChatGBT all the time. I won't touch right, but he's also But he's also it. afraid of things he didn't understand. Yeah. So he might be on your side with that. Because he's going to immediately quote movies like he usually does when it has to, like, comes to do, say with like subject matter. He'll be like, I don't know. There's a movie I saw. It's like, yeah, yeah that's your, yeah. your evidence is a movie. So I can see him being on your side immediately. He'd be like, I don't know, Terminator, Matrix. What more do you need? Yeah, no, I, Movies I that were bad, made about I this idea. reasons than that shit. <laughs> yeah, anytime I'm scrolling through Reddit, it's like, oh, AI art this. I go, nope. AI, I go, nope. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to give it the, the views. Yeah, so you guys, I'll stay tuned for the main feed of uh, DJ BP, where you're gonna, we're talking about AI pretty soon. But right now, we're talking about the Chupacabra. I think, yeah, I think we're pretty much done with the uh, the idea of the Chupacabra. Like we said, it's it's like any other cryptid. Uh, Dylan's not here to defend it, so they're fake. There's a reason why things that you don't know about um, aren't real. Like, you never heard about the last three species of beetle that were discovered in the past ten years, but you hear about the Chupacabra all day. Oh, yeah. You think it's easier to find a beetle in the depths of the Amazon than a chupacabra hey, on. on your fucking farm? Come on, people! Like you be keep real. seeing the goats Obviously, are dying. It's weird. Just watch. Oh, when the people when the watch. beetle are out there, it doesn't come out. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole thing on Monster Quest. They put all the trail cameras up, and they caught one possum. And then they have a post that got scratched up, but the camera wasn't facing it. So what are you gonna yep. do? It's like. We have more technology than ever. If it's going to be there, technology. you're going to see it. And I'm not. And the only time I, you can even falter on that, like we said in past episodes, is the deep ocean or deep space. If it's if it's in your backyard and you saw it, you should have seen it. And just because you didn't see it one time, that's normal. If a million didn't see, a million people didn't see it a million times, it ain't fucking yeah. there. I'm sorry to tell you, it's unfortunate. Does too much not for exist. It. Yes, there is animals killing your pets in your livestock but they just don't happen to be mythical creatures they are creatures that are perfectly described understood by science and they're weird whether it's cross hybrids between dogs and coyotes or mangy mutts or even the uh the zolo the mexican hairless dog they are all perfectly reasonable explanations explanations for things that exist in the world today that's that's uh chupacabra but that doesn't mean we can't respect people who stood up in their time of need of their people and if you are a leader of of men and women in the world, in your country, nay, your family calls upon you to rise up and solve this problem. You do. And I think that calls for a toast um, as is toilet wine tradition. Of course. Uh, anyone who has been with us for toilet wine before knows we always toast someone at the end of it. And uh, for this time, we're going to be toasting uh, Canovaras mayor who was running for re-election that took it upon himself as we said earlier, back of a pickup truck holding a giant cross, towing a goat in a cage with 20 plus. <laughs> he rose men up to defend his him. people. Here's a toast to his nickname, Kimo Soto, for keeping the people, or at least trying to keep the people of Canavaras, Puerto Rico, safe in 1995. The Kimo Soto. And with that. Thank you for joining us for another toilet wine. See you next time.
I yes. don't think that the chupacabra was at all uh, questionably uh, an animal or even a, a force of God. I don't believe that. Yeah, I, even for a second. <laughs> so anyways, sorry to our, all our Canadian listeners. We haven't had any French listeners so far, so why don't you uh, parlez-vous your own language there, Pierre. <laughs> it's a human response. It's part of your biology. When you see things that cause a threat to you, your brain spikes up and yeah. you remember shit like it's that. You're watching a horror movie. That's the Sharon Stone one. <laughs> That's Sharon. That basic instinct. That's Sharon Stone. Yeah. Species is a different movie. Oh yeah, my Jane. god. Armed police officers. Oh yeah, he brought in the big guns. <laughs> To kill and the chupacabra. He stood in the bed of a truck with a giant cross while a trailer pulled a goat in a cage. <laughs> well, how else would you? So they could you... get this thing. <laughs> how else would you do it? That's the way to do it, right? Because then you have the strength of Christ protecting you, and you have the bait, and everyone has their <laughs> semi-automatic yeah. assault rifles you know, to kill 200 it. 200 people walking around a goat is definitely going to get a predator to be like, that looks like a safe way to go get that animal. Myself, uh, like, if I can hurt myself, I won't itch anymore. But, like, I'd rather be in yeah. pain than itch. Or you're, like, right you're now. taking your really big shit and you have to, like, bite your thumb to... What? Well, I, I thought that, like, happened to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it does. I just, I was just being weird. No, 